and welcome to CAFIS Hour. I'm Jerry Wilson.
What does it mean to be in the world, but not of the world? To me, the best example is actually provided by the Apostle Paul, but not in a way that most people might think. I rather think of how he made his living as an itinerant tent maker. I'm sure that while he was actually making the tents and going from town to town and selling them wherever he was at, he would have much rather have been preaching, but he felt the moral obligation to pay his own way, as it were, and so he plied his trade. And I'm sure he plied it to the best of his ability, or else he you know, would have starved to death. To me, being in the world but not of the world means engaged participation, doing the work while paying attention to your duties, yet reserving the majority of your thought process for the things of Christ, meditating upon Him, and looking for opportunities to put your faith into action. It's not always some great and grandiose ministerial moment that defines when we are in the world but not of the world. Rather, it can be a simple act of kindness that can lead to something far greater. But when you get through this place, it's just a reception room. You hang your hat up, you pull your car off in the lobby.
I've been spending a lot of my, quote, spare time, unquote, lately writing at a conservative blog site or columnist site or casual columnist site, if you prefer, called Red State. I usually try to write about lighter subjects like sports and maybe pop culture, although every once in a while I do dip my toe into the political maelstrom. I know that my brand of politics aren't for everybody, and I do my absolute best to not bring them over here to the podcast, because if the Prince of Peace isn't more important than your politics, then you're doing life wrong. That said, I find the words of, I'm presuming David wrote the second psalm, quite appropriate these days. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of this earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. The king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal Son, or he will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities, for his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Love and addiction will get you every time It's a gig that don't pay, like they say it's a crime I'm sinking in confusion and I don't know who to call The line is always busy and the writing's on the wall I'm no good at names and places, so don't get me in a fight I saw you going through your paces in the darkness and the light Do I need you for my mother? I just want you for tonight You'll have to do me later I just got to get the it The song is new The story is old Where girl meets boy And boy meets girl Love in the western world The western world The song is new The story is old The beat is hot But the blood runs It's like there's another language and we can't break the code And the length of the hunger is the strength of the road And you're spinning your wheels cause there's nowhere left to go Don't tell us how it is, I think we already know As I stare into the mirror I have to confess I see written right across these eyes And 
Referencing back a bit to what I was talking about in the first segment about being in the world but not of the world as related to being in the workplace but not of the workplace, if you prefer. Late last week, word started filtering through the grapevine that there was a distinct possibility the store where I work at, yes, I do work in retail, I freely confess, was going to quite possibly have a visitor in the form of the owner of the company. Needless to say, you can imagine the um, excitement this caused. If you, you know, define screaming dog panic as excitement, it did remind me in a way. By the way, he didn't show up at our store. He visited another one. I was almost disappointed because I kind of wanted to show off the place after all the work we'd done. But anyway, it did remind me 
more than a little bit of the priorities that we have in life, wouldn't it be a good idea for all of us who are believers who went through the evangelistic movement of the 70s and to a lesser degree the 80s where we believed Christ's return was imminent and it turned out it wasn't, but we stayed with the faith anyway, to still continue to prepare ourselves and to live our lives with the notion that Christ indeed could make his second appearance on this planet in the very near future within our natural human lifetimes? It's definitely something to think about. We can't run around all day in a dog panic screaming Christ is coming tomorrow because, of course, nobody knows the day or the hour nor the minute nor there any other measurement of time that Christ will return, save Christ himself. But it probably would behoove us, even if we have set aside those notions that the rapture was going to be taking place you know, within the next five years, to continue to make ourselves ready and to continue to evangelize and continue to edify those who already believe, knowing that indeed Christ will return and that it is incumbent on us who are believers and are on this planet to bring his message of hope and salvation to the world so that we might share the eternal blessings of life with Christ and eternity with as many people as possible. Because if that isn't our goal, and if that isn't the measure of our faith, if you were, then what use is our faith if we're not using it and we're not preaching it?
if you want to come Want you to live Like you want to live anyway Want you to stay If you want to stay One decision One decision Moving into the mostly musical portion of the proceedings, here's some choir for you. You are beautiful. Hit it. Heal your 
Just take me back where I was Let me start it again Cause with all this time I'm working I'm staring at my wits end And with all this time I'm hurting I wish that you would end it After all of my rehearsing I wish that you would listen
the sublime Shelley Moore here on KFS Hour with Forever Now a Crown. Before that, we had Bringing Home with Waiting. And starting off that set, we had the choir with the title track off of their most recent CD entitled Deep Cuts. This is indeed KFS Hour. I am indeed Jerry Wilson. And next up, we indeed have a slice of absolute marvelous music from the wonderful Rachel Wilhelm.
There's another door slammed and bolted It's one more window locked You were on your way back home And now you're not With my fingers I throw my steeple in Such a way when I over my hands is no one home Then I call your number Just to hear your message on the phone Maybe next month, maybe next year Oh my, oh my, it's been a long, long time I planned God laughs Here's another faded photo In the year before things changed I took hard that betrayal of an old friend now is strange How could I be so mistaken? Why couldn't I see in all that time I've been walking a while Or that I'd be one of many Who got torched in his scorched earth fire
Novella here on KFSR, a band that should have reached the heights of success based on their talent and music, but their record company let them down. But then again, it was a Christian record company, so <laughs> what else can you expect? Anyway, before that, we had Terry Scott Taylor starting off that set with the marvelous Rachel Wilhelm. I'm going to leave you with an apocalyptic suite, if you will, courtesy of Daniel Amos from back in their country days. Take care and God bless everybody, and we will see you again right here next time on Cavus Hour. By the way, you can visit past episodes at cavushour.com or drop me a line at whatever email address you feel like or on Twitter. Take care and God bless everybody. Bye-bye.
my groceries and put them in the sack. No checks, no cash, no Kim and no black. It's getting better. So much better. I'm gonna have no worries, don't have no friends. No bad little number never fails again. It's getting better.
Shall we? 